Today's episode is brought to you by the American Society of Magical Negroes, a fresh satirical comedy about a secret society of magical black people starring Justice Smith, David Allen Greer, Ann Lee Bogan, and Nicole Byer. As an official selection of Sundance 2024, the American Society of Magical Negroes has been heralded by critics as an uproariously sharp-edged satire and a must-see. Now playing only in theaters. Visit the American Society of Magical Negroes film.com to get tickets now. In the 90s, Nickelodeon had hit after enormous hit. For decades, these shows would launch the careers of young performers who would become major stars. But behind the scenes, the casts and crews say they faced painful incidents of harassment and abuse, including child predators working in their midst. Now, the victims are finally speaking out, revealing the true dangers of putting children in the spotlight. Quiet on set, the dark side of kids' TV. An ID true crime event starts Sunday at 9 on ID and stream on Max. You deserve to treat yourself, so turn your tax refund into a U-fund and give yourself a Straight Talk Wireless Extended Silver Unlimited plan and get a new Samsung Galaxy A14 on them. You can get a great everyday value on wireless with Straight Talk's unlimited plan starting at $25 a line per month for four lines. You'll save so much, you'll be enjoying that refund all year long. It's the refund that keeps on refunding. Find Straight Talk at straighttalk.com or at your local Walmart store. Taxes and fees not included. Offer valid through 4-14-24 while supplies last. Online only. Must purchase a Straight Talk Extended Silver Unlimited plan to qualify. Limit of five phones per customer. Family plan discount with four lines all on the Silver Unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount. Relive the magic of the iconic pop culture, music, and fashion of the 90s on The 90s Cruise. Five days of concerts with some of the decade's most iconic stars, nightly theme parties, celebrity interaction, and all-out 90s events and activities. Over 25 concerts and live performances starring Blues Traveler, Collective Soul, Gin Blossoms, Everclear, Lit, and more. The 90s cruise will sail from Tampa and head to Cozumel and Costa Maya, Mexico on Royal Caribbean Serenade of the Seas, January 31st through February 5th, 2025. Head to the90scruise.com to book your cabin. It's 902-1ONG with Jenny Garth and Tori Spelling. Oh, boy, you guys. Or should I say OMG? We have a very, (laughs) very exciting show for you today. Well, it's not just exciting for all those listening. It's pretty exciting for uh, one of the hosts. Oh, my gosh. Okay, so our guest guest star today is Andrew Shu, you guys. (laughs) I'm dying. She's so excited. Tori is so excited because... You you know, this is our third and final, well, supposed final Melrose Place recap show. We're talking about the third episode. And we've heard in the first episode, you straight out of the gate were like, I love Andrew Shue. <laughs> I have a crush on him. I had a crush on Billy. I have a crush on Andrew. It's happening. I'm like, yeah, like I'm having like flashback, like Brian Austin Green vibes right now. Like I'm getting Brian all Austin like Green, my who? Yeah, that's right. I don't bag. That's been bagged and done. And you Bye. guys, you know okay. how, how, how excited Amy Sugarman is to be with with us again today, today to talk I'm about like, Melrose Place. a little bit sad. 
with you guys. Like, I'm sad. Well, can we go back to Andrew Shue for just one second? <laughs> because, lot, okay, so we have this private uh, 9021 OMG chat that we have. And Amy just like, she didn't like prep us or call us and be like, hey, you guys, you know, we could get this or reaching out to Andrew Shue. She was just like, oh, by the way, our guest star this episode, she put a picture of him. And I was like, I dropped my phone, you guys. I got so <laughs> nervous. And yeah, so even right now I'm having flash. I'm really nervous to talk to him because I feel, I feel, okay, you know that feeling I got filming with Brian again on BH9020 <laughs> and I felt like I was 16 and you had to talk me through it and you were like, you're going to be okay. You're a grown woman. You have five kids. You're you're good. Yeah. Um, Is that how, I feel do like I need that? to have that talk with you right now? <laughs> yeah, because I feel, here's what's going through my head. Oh my gosh. I, Jen has to do all the talking. Amy will ask great questions. I need to just shut up because I feel like I'm not going to be smart enough and I'm not going to say the right things. And it's taking me back to meeting him at that party, the premiere party that we were at, where I was like, my dad was like, oh, you know, Andrew Shue is cast and maybe he would be good. And I was like, oh, my gosh, am I going to get fixed up with Andrew Shue? And I met him and I was so nervous and nothing. nothing. I felt like he was like we talked. He was super nice, but he was probably like, nah. Is that the only time you ever met him? No, I mean, we would do Fox Since, events over yeah. the years, but I don't think we, you know what? We never had like a, a meaningful moment after then. Yeah. <laughs> I'm scared. My dad was like, oh, my dad. Hey, babe, my daughter would be great for you. She's single. She's blonde. Uh, she has a big crush on you. Big. And I probably didn't even know him, but he probably I said that. I think that might be the first time I've, I've ever heard you imitate your dad. You're really good that, at his voice, by very, the way, that, which makes sense because that was the first time I've ever done it. That's that weird? really good. Really? It good. did. Thank God. I took a chance and it came uh, out. I just totally right. had a vision of you dressed as him and us doing some sort of like weird parody about, I don't know, but you're going to play your father. I feel it. <laughs> um, You just gave me chills because she is a little intuitive with stuff. So we got to do something. We'll brainstorm. Okay. Okay. Anyway. So, Really fast. Yes. I will say this, and I don't want to make you more nervous, but Andrew Shue is aging like a fine, fine wine, which I think you say that about. about all men, Amy. You say that about every friggin' man. Grant Show. I am. <laughs> I'm, yeah. I went down the rabbit hole, hole that is. I, I just said ho, rabbit hoe. I'm thinking of myself <laughs> right now. I just went, <laughs> I went down the rabbit hole that is Andrew Shue after you sent that picture. And I was like, I mean, we we have been, you know, we have worked with his wife. We've been, oh my God, I can't, I'm so flustered. Oh, yeah, I don't know. And she's so guys? nice. She interviewed us and she's great. Mm -hmm. Um, And no disrespect, but her husband is, wow. Did you admit to his wife, your crush? She didn't. No? Are she you didn't bring kidding me? I didn't even I know didn't... that was her husband when we were interviewing with her. <laughs> <laughs> Which makes sense for me, but... uh. We, wait a minute you went down a rabbit hole you went down a rabbit hole uh, where you mean on instagram <laughs> now i just said instagram i don't know why oh no you know what i did google because in my mind andrew shoe doesn't do social media i don't think he does like, no yeah i didn't even check instagram which I is looked always for, my go-to for his his like whatever page and, and remember I, he's like a there. billionaire i don't want to overstate it because i'm sure the internet's wrong but it was like 
basically like he's a billionaire. What they said his net worth. Yeah. They also yeah. say mine and that's, whoa, wait. <laughs> so <laughs> That's good to know. Yeah. So sometimes that stuff's wrong. That stuff's always wrong. Always wrong. The internet's wrong. <laughs> I understand. I, I, we could look up your net worth right now and you'd be like, what? <laughs> look up Amy Sugarman's <laughs> net worth. The <laughs> only thing it ever got right that I'm privy to is it they they mentioned the 500,000, wait, $500 million uh, estate that my dad left that I did not inherit. So. Whoa. That was right. Fair, Jen? Yeah. I wonder if yeah. Andrew's shoe is going to buy it. With his billions. I don't oh know. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> Oprah. I always Google Oprah's net worth because I just want to. Can we it. ask him if. Um, well, let's see how this goes. If he if he like if I don't screw this up, maybe he would be interested in financing. Um, Jen and I want to do a remake of Death Becomes Her. That's been our dream forever. Hey, maybe he he'd like to will. finance it. He might. Pitch well, it. why don't we start with let's ask him what his net worth is first. <laughs> <laughs> Are you a billionaire? Butter him up. We should ask him about his book because you have me as that kid's book. Yeah, we got to talk all of the things. Andrew Shue, I can't wait. We're we're like 52 (sighs) Melrose Place questions for him because did you guys notice he can't type? Oh, I thought, wait, wait, do you guys want to talk about the episode before Andrew comes? Should we just (laughs) get into it? Because you can't, we should clearly a little bit, a little bit. Okay. We're going to talk you guys about episode three, Lost and Found aired July 22nd, 1992. Synopsis, Jane faces near disaster. When she goes out on the town, Jake prepares to break up with Kelly and Billy finishes his first script. Directed by Charles Braverman, written by Frederick Rappaport and Darren Starr. Yeah. Okay, so this episode starts on, I didn't know what was happening. That's what it started on. I was like, A, who the heck is that? And B, what show am I watching? I have the same thing. I was like, What's going on with your hair? Wait, can you confirm? It was Allison, right? No, that wasn't Allison. You guys, I kept trying to go like this, but it was uh, on my glue. (laughs) You can't go like that. No, it was just some other blonde. Some other blonde. Could have been you. Could have been me. It was not Allison, though. He was so creepy and murdery, and that was his, like, bad novel or something. Yeah, he was like the, uh, the gangster you thought Mafia. he was creepy. Uh, his hair slicked back. He looked, he looked good. fine. He was so. I thought I was watching like a vodka commercial or something. <laughs> yes. I don't oh know. my god! Like yeah, absolute model. Oh god, it's cool. And then they say what? WTF? Yeah, what right. Literally, who the heck is that? That's what my notes say. <laughs> who the heck is that? Oh but then, and then Wait. we he comes back from the dream and he's typing like this. Yeah, hunt and peck. I think they used to call that hunt and peck. Yeah, but hunt and peck. He went to Dartmouth. Did they teach typing at Dartmouth, Amy? He's a genius. <laughs> Didn't you take typing in high school? Oh yeah, computer. Yeah. Can yeah? yeah. Can you guys type? Like, oh yeah. No. Type? Do you use your no, home? I hunt and, nope. I hunt and peck. A S D F G. Uh huh. And then period semicolon L K. You remember. Exactly. How do you remember that? Because I'm looking at it. And then you like go oh. up and down from those, <laughs> but you always stay on your home row, people. Right. So like if you were typing, Jenny, can you like look at me while you're typing? Totes, yeah. Me too. Tori, boop, can you? Boop, boop. <laughs> you uh, can't, F no. No, I'm a hunt and pecker. I do one at a time. Never going to change. What Billy was doing and I, I know, know if Andrew's shoe couldn't type. It was super distracting. 
be. Why would they tell him to do that? Well, oh, I gotta be honest. Like, at first, when they when you saw him at the computer and his hands were like under the computer, <laughs> under the desk, I was like, "What is happening right now? What is what what is happening?" Did they have porn back then? This was I don't know. I thought he was really getting excited about. His I also wrote sweet fantasy. computer because it was like ninety two. <laughs> That's that what was they like look an like. Apple two E. You guys remember mm-hmm. those? It was like humongous and it had like um floppy disks. <laughs> I'm gonna go back to the girl that I thought was um Courtney Thorne Smith, Allison. Um, so I did do a double take, but the hair was different. It was a little off, but this is like an Amy thing. I feel like they cast her because it was foreshadowing that that's his type. I think so. I mean, if you think about it, his current wife, Andrew Shue's current wife fits the mold. Totally. Amy Robach. Mm-hmm. She really does. And she's mm-hmm. beautiful, but she is blonde, like- beautiful. Yep. Like Allison, Allison. like the girl well, in the red dress. dated Allison in real life. What? Yes, we have to ask him. No, we're not asking him about that. It was huge. It was all we have. Wait, they were a couple. Wait, yeah, we can ask. Huge, him. I mean, huge. I, like yeah, off I camera, they fell in him. love during being the, the yes, during filming. They <gasps> met there, started filming. Wait, did Billy you just ruin it for me because Duke, Billy and Allison are become a couple, a real couple? God, oh Jenny, my God, come obviously. On. Well, I didn't. I haven't seen it. Nothing's ever been so obvious. I don't want to, you know, speculate or assume. I'm Googling this right now. Oh, how long were they together I for? I thought Allison looked, Courtney Thorne Smith looked, looked particularly pretty in this episode. You're right. Like, she did. She looked really cool. I mean, not her clothes, yeah, but. I have such a problem with her clothes that I can't even get yeah, past the, the that. Like, really... I can't invest in the character. I'm sorry. Mom <laughs> jeans with the giant blazers. Yeah. How long did they date for? Doesn't say that yet. But there's. It's very confusing because there's pictures of them from Melrose Place, but then there's definitely pictures of them like where you're like, are you dating? What do you mean are? It was fact, right? (laughs) Yes. Like I didn't just, okay. (laughs) I feel like we're very like Howard Sternish today. What's your (laughs) net worth? Did you date him? What? Her? We (laughs) talked about a little, uh, I'm not going to say before I know because Andrew's just going to be on for a second. So a few little questions. Okay. Yep. Put yourselves in Allison's position. So we're skipping ahead, but she okay. reads his crappy novel. Put myself in her it. position. No, I would not make tuna casserole. No, <laughs> no I wouldn't wear that outfit. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and done. But I want to ask you about the tuna casserole, yeah. but would you tell Billy the truth? Have you ever been in that position in real life where someone handed you some script? Because you guys are like big famous actresses like and producers. What would you do? Would you tell the truth or would you lie? I don't think I would tell him it was trash. Like I, I, like she was pretty harsh, like straight. She didn't even like offer up some positive things to I say hate about it, it. She said, "Like first, you kind of like you got to roll into the I hate it. You got to be like, well, I, it was really structured really well, and I really felt there was a beginning and an ending. I saw it super clearly. Love the character of da da da. But you know, I don't know." You- You've been trained. She's you've been trained so well. Okay, so this comes from years and years from Jen and I producing stuff and being in writers' rooms, and we used to not know. So we would just be like honest, you know, like what is this? Oh, sorry. (laughs) Not like Allison. We'd be like, we don't like this and this. You know, what if this? And then we were schooled that in a writers' room, you have to like 
you go into it easy and you say the things you did like, and then you get to the things you didn't. Yeah. Doesn't that seem like a giant waste of time? It That's is. So, oh my it God. Is. So Hollywood. Totally. I, I'm so not good at Hollywood. it. I'm not good at it. Yeah. Tori was the one that always has to do it. Cause I'm like, Ugh. just tell them the truth. Right. <laughs> but like, I don't, I don't think I could have done it if I was Allison, if that was my roommate giving me a script, yeah. no. I probably would ever... have been a little softer. I wouldn't did have said have... hate. I just would have been like, um, I didn't connect or I didn't feel oh. like feel just use feel in there. I didn't feel. And it's just like your perception. Did you guys ever do a photo shoot where they then tell you like, we're just going to get a couple safeties, which really means like we didn't nail it yet. So we're getting a couple safeties. <laughs> we used to have to say that all the time. Like, let us just get a couple safety takes, which means yeah, like, no, definitely. The first three were pretty shitty, but <laughs> why don't you just say we just need to get. Can, no, uh, I guess not. You guys, how about when Billy and Allison get in the fight and he goes, you have no taste, just like your lousy casserole. <laughs> Favorite line. Ew, tuna casserole. Do people still eat tuna casserole? I think so. Like grandma's. I, um, I don't do tuna. I'm all for bringing tuna. it back and modernizing like old fashioned recipes but tuna casserole i don't think it's ever coming back and in the 90s it was not back <laughs> like you know a writer must have thought that was funny but it's his favorite it's not even something she makes well she, bear, his she wears her grandma's clothes and she bakes her grandma's casseroles there you go i'm yeah, over Allison. she needs an update already and it's only episode in. three yep yeah i mean sidebar off topic but how yeah. classic was it when so after that first scene and Allison, I think, walks out and the Mancinis are by the pool. Wait, that's not how you clean a pool. I, I've, I've cleaned pools before. Never been like that. <laughs> I got no idea. <laughs> but Michael there's a Mancini. pool cleaner that's there. Remember, Jen, you were yeah, like, he why is he there day. every scene? Yeah. Well, apparently he didn't show up because he's like caressing the metal stick that thing. It was so weird. Gross. In the, in the in front of everyone, like for all to see. And she's in a bikini and he has his giant pager, <laughs> his giant doctor pager. Uh, by the way, that's what they look like. So I do love this about Melrose Place. The references to L.A. things like Pink's Hot Dogs, Laurel Canyon. They're always like referencing actual. And then they're going to watch the video of Ghost, which is in L.A., but still is a good reference. <laughs> She that. has the same hairdo. <laughs> she totally. does. She has the Demi Moore. The video of Ghost. Oh, you guys. <gasps> I'm dead. Stop I'm dead. it. I'm Stop dead. it. He's here. He's Wait, you guys. <laughs> you guys, on, you guys on. need so to pull it together. Amy, you're blushing. I have to Wait, turn my camera off. You can't see like, me, right? You Amy, are blushing. You turn your touching you're your dead makeup. to me. We are no longer friends. You you cannot- I don't know what's happening right now. I've lost them, people. Jennifer Eve, don't say anything to embarrass me. Okay, let's yeah, go, you guys. I'm ready. To, like, take I'm pumped. I'm, I'm just gonna be silent. I'm not gonna do can. anything. Bad. I actually, okay. I don't even have a crush on him, but it's just so like I'm living my childhood fantasies. I think I've met him before too, and I feel like I feel a little nauseous. Oh my, oh my god. god, your cheeks are. She's blushing. Please bring Andrew in. I can't take it anymore. <laughs> Look, we all know that a healthy diet and regular exercise is key when it comes to feeling your best inside and out. But if you feel like you are putting in the work, you could just still use a little extra help getting rid of unwanted fat in stubborn areas of your body. 
Sonobello can help. Sonobello doctors use micro laser technology to help you lose fat in areas like your tummy, thighs, or even your arms. Nothing can take the place of a healthy lifestyle, but it is good to know that Sonobello offers ways to help you achieve the results you are looking for. Give yourself the gift of a full body reset. You deserve to be happy. Schedule your free consultation, learn all about micro laser fat removal, and ask about their techniques to remove loose skin. Sonobello is running a great special right now, by the way. Visit sonobello.com slash OMG. That's sonobello, B-E-L-L-O dot com slash OMG. I'm sure you've seen the viral beauty products all over social media from Thrive Cosmetics, like the tubing mascara, you know, the one with the turquoise tube everyone is loving. I can be pretty picky when it comes to beauty products, and I'm a big fan of Thrive Cosmetics, especially because they are certified 100% vegan and cruelty-free. They're made with clean, skin-loving ingredients, high-performance and trademarked formulas, and uncompromising standards. And their bestsellers have thousands of five-star reviews. Plus, I like how Thrive Cosmetics gives back. For every product purchase, Thrive Cosmetics donates products and funds to help communities thrive. They have so many products to choose from. I love their brilliant eye brightener. Just apply some to the inner corner of your eye and it's like an instant eye lift, you guys. You can even use it as an eyeshadow. And they have 16 shades to choose from. Thrive Cosmetics is luxury beauty that gives back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 20% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com slash 90210. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S dot com slash 90210 for 20% off your first order. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger. Feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Velour XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. How would you like to upgrade your wardrobe with luxury essentials at unbeatable prices? With Quince, you can. Quince will transform the way you shop. They offer a range of high-quality items priced within reach like 100% Mongolian cashmere sweaters for $50. Organic cotton sweaters, washable silk tops, and timeless 14-karat gold jewelry. The best part? All Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices – 
and premium fabrics and finishes. I love that. I got some hoop earrings that I am loving and wearing every day. And I got a super comfy pair of slippers that you can feel the quality and the prices are so reasonable. It should be your shopping go-to. Indulge in affordable luxury. Go to quince.com slash 90210 for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash 90210 to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash 90210. Hey guys. Hi, Andrew. How are you? We got so excited. Amy is Amy is usually not this shade of red, um, just so you know. She's I excited. I was totally going to be normal. And then I just got weird right <laughs> before. And like, I got clammy. Way to make a guest feel comfortable. We've been watching your show and we're big fans. We have. Wait, you you didn't hear anything before this, right? Oh, he no. heard it. I can tell. Oh, He's lying right now. He heard it. No, I didn't. I, I, I just saw Miss Sugarman smiling there. <laughs> Wait, so you guys have all met, right? I want to yes. hear like just you all talk about when you met back in the day and what that was like. Well, first of all, let's introduce you, Andrew. <laughs> this is Amy Sugarman, our producer. Hi, Amy. It's so good to see I you. I think they know each other. He said Sugarman. It's on the screen, too, but we have met back in the day. Oh, my God. You said it like you guys are like old friends. Yes, Sugarman. Hey, Sugarman. Because I'm Ryan Seacrest producer also, and Ryan Seacrest was on an episode of Melrose, Melrose Place. I can't even talk. He was? Really? Wait, 90210 and Melrose? He was in the finale. Were you in the finale still? Not, not the finale finale, no. So Ryan was a guest at the wedding or a funeral. It was something, one of those. I just saw Ryan this past weekend at the, the Georgia game. Down, oh, down no in way. Georgia. Yeah, it was awful. I'm, I'm, oh, did Georgia lose? Yeah, yeah. Oh, we no. were, we, he was sitting right behind us and uh, we were high-fiving. They were up 10-0 and then, and then they got crushed. I can't wait to talk to him about because he would be excited to see you too. Because we all, I've been his producer for 25 years. So we loved 90210 and Melrose Place. Like we, this was our time. That was your time. That was our time. Us, okay, you guys talk. I'm just going to be. You, we know you from obviously from like, you know, Fox things. We were yeah. all in the same, kind of in the yeah. same boat. Yeah, we went to a bunch of events and then we went to, uh, I think I ran into you over in Europe too. You were doing. A whole tour over there. I remember we went out to dinner. Mm -hmm. yeah. That's right. That's right. Was it Israel? Uh, shucks. It was Europe or Israel. <laughs> I don't know how old we're getting. <laughs> she uh, she yeah. never told me about that. <laughs> Look, they're mad at me now. I didn't tell them. Um, and and uh, and we we were on nine or two or no, and you were on Melrose Place. So it's like kind of like you know we're brothers and sisters. True. Cousins, we're, like cousins. We're all part cousins. of a spelling family to bring Tori yes. into it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, it is true. I, I have to say, and I, I've never said this publicly, not, I guess this is public, um, <laughs> but your dad, Tori, he, yes. he had a huge, huge impact on my life, obviously, because it, it really, he was really the one who kind of plucked me out of nowhere and stuck me into that show. How, how really, did that happen? Like, how did, yeah. what do you mean he plucked you out of nowhere? Where were you and how did it, it happen? Very well. So I had just started auditioning for things and I had gotten a small part in the wonder years. I had three lines 
And I had moved out to LA. I had spent a year in New York where I auditioned about 122 times. I had a little black book and I got zero callbacks <laughs> after 122 auditions. Wow. And then I came out to LA and I was only there for about three months and I got a pilot, which was a spelling pilot. And it was really because Aaron had, had produced Soap Dish, which was the movie my sister was in, mm -hmm. where he was kind of familiar with, oh, Elizabeth Shue, oh, she's great. And there's, oh, well, this is her brother. And so he, I think he got intrigued. And so there was a pilot called Gulf City, which had these two, mm -hmm. it was kind of a Starsky and Hutch type deal. And we did a five day shoot down in Florida and which was a miracle when I got that part, it was just like, oh my gosh, I'm going to be on a TV show. And of course, we know how many pilots don't get picked up. And it turned out that they had hired somebody else for Billy on Melrose Place and they didn't love him after the first day. Oh, and so it's all coming back. Was, so he was let go after the first day because he was, he, the way he was playing the relationship with Allison was not the right way. And there was a bunch of other things. I think they just decided... And so Aaron calls me at my $285 a month <laughs> apartment uh, right off of Hollywood Boulevard where somebody was murdered outside um, <laughs> and says, hey, babe, I need you to come over to my house tomorrow for kind of an emergency audition. You're not really auditioning. You're just going to be reading with people. I just need you to do this favor. So he basically downplayed the whole thing like this is not a big deal. And there were 30 people there. I drove in with my little 82 Mazda <laughs> and, and parked in the park that was valeted. And then after three hours of going into that office, the you know wall-to-wall -wall, uh, bound leather copies of every show he'd ever produced, and, and uh, Peter Chernin's in there, and every person oh from boxes in there, and we were oh all God. reading with Courtney, and 30 people read with Courtney. And, and 30 people? 30 people read, and about 10 people read a second time and two of us were about to read a third time oh when God. I heard Aaron talking to Peter Chernin and then seeing that last guy walk out the door <gasps> and then Aaron comes over to me and he says, you got the part, babe. And oh I, my God. And I get goosebumps. I, was, I, love I was like, what? I was like, what? What do you mean? I, I, I wanted to do Gulf City. That's such a cool show. <laughs> and he said, he said Gulf City got canceled two days ago. <gasps> Look at that. And then, then he didn't tell me. I came over there and basically just flirted my butt off with Courtney. And uh, <laughs> and then I was shooting on Monday. This is was that, a Saturday. That's what this it takes, Saturday. huh? Did you know who Courtney this was? Because she had done crazy. summer school, right? I didn't really know much about anything. In, <laughs> uh, no, I did I did not know. No, I, I was just, I was kind of oh such a new to the whole thing. But he he totally obviously took a risk, put, you know, put me in there. And, and uh, yeah, it was it was awesome. So there's very few things I don't remember. I remember a lot. I did not remember that story mm -hmm. until you started telling it. And then it all came back. It all yeah. came back being at, being at the house, watching Gulf City, remembering that he was like, this is the guy. And then after that, so my dad, I think there's only two times that he's actually said to a network, no, 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 no. this is who I want. And this is who we're casting. And it was Luke Perry and Andrew Shue. So- now I remember the whole thing. Yes. Yeah, it's true. It's and true. the network was like, okay. And then the other great moment I had with your dad was after we were getting towards the fifth year and we were going to have to renegotiate a contract, he called me and just said, hey, you know, we got to figure out, you know, year six, why don't you just come into the office? And so I just negotiated the contract with him directly. What? Yes. 
He <laughs> and he literally took out a laminated card that had everybody's salary on it. No. And talked me through it and was like, well, you know, here's Heather and and what do you think is fair? And and I basically, you know, gave him my number and which wasn't as high as Heather's. And he's like, and he's like, okay, done. Yeah. Uh, Jen, he liked him better. Yeah. I never got I never got negotiating no meetings. Mm-mm. That's amazing. Was your intention always to become an actor? Because you, I remember at the time, everyone always used to talk about like, Andrew Shue went to Dartmouth. He's so smart, blah, blah, blah. Like when you were at school and a soccer player, played everybody soccer. knew all those things. So did you intend to become an actor or, or was your sister inspiring you? Like, how did that happen? Yeah, that was another kind of crazy story. Uh, I did not intend to be an actor. I I was thinking about being a lawyer and uh Unfortunately, my, I uh, had a, my older brother died in an accident, which in was going into my senior year in college. And so after that, I was just kind of on a kind of search for the meaning of life. And I went over and spent a year in Africa teaching and playing soccer over there. And during that year, kind of another random thing happened where um, I'd gone to the soap dish premiere with my sister and a picture of the two of us came out in the Hollywood Reporter and the head of casting at Universal Pictures called my sister's agent after seeing the picture. I don't see why she would do this just after seeing the picture, but she said, is, is Elizabeth Shue's brother an actor? And so the agent then thought that was so kind of crazy that the agent called my sister and said, you're not gonna believe this, but this person wanted to know if your brother's an actor, what should I tell her? And then my sister says, yeah, tell him, tell her that he is. <laughs> I was living in Africa at the time, had no interest in being an actor. So then she calls me. And back then, you know, now you could like call on your cell phone. It's unbelievable. Or even FaceTime back then, like it was like the phone would ring. like, And it was as if the moon was calling while I was over there. Cause it, it cost $10 a minute. And, and uh, it was very exciting. I'd only talk for five minutes when, you know, once a month. So my sister calls and she's like, you're never going to believe what happened. And if, and I never, I always tell the story that it was her excitement and enthusiasm that made me think it was a big deal. And then when she said, and I told them you are an actor, I'm not sure why, but I just figured I might as well create an option for you. So then I had a whole year, I had a whole year to think about this. So for a year, I'm thinking, all right. You're in Africa thinking, wait, I could be an actor. I could be an actor or I could, you know, be an FBI agent because I just read Silence of the Lambs. Um, and uh, so, so then when I came one. back and I was thinking, you know what, this might, I should try it. So then I had a, I, I went, had a meeting with her acting coach and that was another fateful moment where she said, you seem like you're just as talented as she is. Why not? <laughs> <laughs> wow. So yeah, that, that was you know, like in a crazy twist. So I, I did feel like there were all these weird. And of course, then after getting off the show and thinking through whether I wanted to be you know, do this rest of my life. I, I kind of decided to go into business and, and, uh, and, and yeah, I just, I felt like, act, I mean, as you guys have seen, it's, it's a very topsy turvy career and, and you don't really have a lot of control over it. And I, I wanted to raise my kids back East. And, and, uh, so. Is that where you are now back East? Yeah. Yeah. I live, live in, in Manhattan. Wow. Is there anything you can't do? I feel like <laughs> everything you touch turns to gold. Uh, the internet says you're a billionaire, but we're just going to throw that out to you. But. Yeah, no, that's yeah, that's actually not totally true. No, it's definitely, definitely not true the way. <laughs> he said uh, totally, definitely well, not. We don't usually totally. look at people's net worth before they come on the show, just so you know. But this Google, just happened to. I was doing my research. And it just comes up. Like, what am I supposed to do? I couldn't like what, not look at it. Um, you guys, every, he's he's looking away. Like that means he's not telling the truth. Like net worth. It's, 
Clearly and it's never true. Them. But they're um, never true. They, they're never true in my number, that whatever that is way off and not true. So. Okay. Jen and I played detectives on TV for one season. <laughs> and we know that when you look away and you don't look right into camera and in, <laughs> into our eyes, you're not completely telling the truth. Mr. Shoe. <laughs> Was I going like that? Yeah, a little bit. Did you learn yeah. that from our stint Look, on Mystery Girls? Wow. Right there's right there the camera. Okay, it's good. Not no, Cagney and Lacey way back when, but I thought I'd give our show credit. Mystery <gasps> oh Girls, one season. There you go. So you were on Melrose Place for, I think, six seasons. Was that it? Yeah. yeah. And you left early. I left a year early. And why? In retrospect, probably... You know what? I actually was contemplating, thinking like, all right, this is one of those things where if you stay on a show too long, but it's right. kind of hard to make a leap to anything else. And so it didn't point, hurt our careers. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> and so I tried to have have it both ways. I said, well, what if I do half the episodes? And, and they were like, no, you can't. We either you kind of got to do it all. <gasps> and and then I thought, all right, I'll, I'll let it go. Um, so it was only one year. And uh, and actually, the sixth year was unbelievable because we, I don't know if you guys were doing this on. I think you were. Where we were shooting double episodes. Double. Mm-hmm. Oof, we had that two was crews. Brutal. We had two crews, and we were doing thirty-five episodes mm. for the year. And uh, and yeah, it was it was amazing. So there would be times where we would be shooting a scene, and then right afterwards, shooting another scene that could have been like two episodes ago. Mm-hmm. They, but they, it got confusing. How did you episode. all keep that straight? You couldn't keep track. No, you it just had to go. Difficult. Yeah, you had to have somebody explain. Okay, like who? Her. Who am I? What? Yeah, yeah. What, what have did I been we, through? Did we, kill, did we kill her already? Did she already hit her head <laughs> in the pool? Did she rip off her wig and there was a yeah. giant scar? <gasps> okay, so Jenny has not seen. There's a scar. I don't know. Oh my god, <laughs> it's. Jenny has seen three episodes now of Melrose Place. Mm-hmm. That's it. <laughs> Those first so three. she never that I watched was it before. <laughs> she, was in, yeah. she never watched it before. The good news is she's watching it for the first time and she loves it. Like mm-hmm. she's obsessed with it. Yeah. Amy and I were huge fans. Like it, not just because it was my dad's show. Like I watched Melrose Place. I didn't even watch my own show sometimes, but always watch Melrose Place. Did you watch 90210, Andrew? Like, did you know that this was a spinoff of that and who these guys were? <laughs> What'd you say about looking away from the camera? <laughs> uh, um, He's a big no, fan I, of our show. Can you tell? I was not. Yeah, I would not have been your typical kind of nighttime soap fan. Mm-hmm. I would never have watched Melrose Place. I'm going to be totally honest. You weren't in the sorority with me and 30 friends? No. Obsessed no, was, watching 90210 and Melrose Place? Because they started back to back. I know. I know. I Yeah, I was I was a sports guy and a, a documentary guy. And I didn't really even watch TV like at night. At that time, do you still play soccer? I do still play soccer, and uh, my kids play soccer. Do they? Yeah, it's it's awesome. What? What? What's your position? I was a midfielder. I am a midfielder. Yeah, I actually had a goal in my game two weeks ago. Nice. You still got it, people. Wait, do you do you coach the kids? Uh, I did coach when they were little. My kids are really old now. I have. I, I well, Amy. You know, I, I remarried. Amy has right, two right. girls, and I have three boys. But all three of mine are now two are out of college. One's in wow. college. Wow! Uh, I guess because you yeah. have a blended family. I'm yeah. Yeah, I have a 25 year old. But I in. can't imagine showing up and like my soccer coach for my kid is Andrew Shue. I'd freak oh, out. Yes, <laughs> yes, so like crazy. But I guess they wouldn't know. Were, were the moms like? Uh, they knew, yeah. That, that, where I, at that He's time, looking away yeah, again. You were a lot younger back then, so they, you know, this was closer <laughs> to the time when the show had just come off the air. Because when I was, I only coached my kids up until they were probably nine. 
Mm-hmm. And I let, I, I, you know, some of their little, um, so that was down in Princeton, New Jersey. And, and, uh, yeah, it was, it was fun. Everybody was sweet. Yeah. Those, those shows were, everybody just had such a kind of warm feeling about them. Look, we all know that a healthy diet and regular exercise is key when it comes to feeling your best inside and out. But if you feel like you are putting in the work, you could just still use a little extra help getting rid of unwanted fat in stubborn areas of your body. Sonobello can help. Sonobello doctors use micro laser technology to help you lose fat in areas like your tummy, thighs, or even your arms. Nothing can take the place of a healthy lifestyle. But it is good to know that Sonobello offers ways to help you achieve the results you are looking for. Give yourself the gift of a full body reset. You deserve to be happy. Schedule your free consultation, learn all about micro laser fat removal, and ask about their techniques to remove loose skin. Sonobello is running a great special right now, by the way. Visit sonobello.com slash OMG. That's Sono. B-E-L-L-O.com slash O-M-G. Relive the magic of the iconic pop culture, music, and fashion of the 90s on the 90s cruise. Five days of concerts with some of the decade's most iconic stars, nightly theme parties, celebrity interactions, and all-out 90s events and activities. Over 25 concerts and live performances starring Blues Traveler, Collective Soul, Gin Blossoms, Everclear, Lit, Color Me Bad, Lisa Loeb, Fastball, CNC Music Factory, Jesus Jones, Digital Underground, Sophie B. Hawkins, and more. Hosted by MTV DJs, Downtown Julie Brown, Matt Pinfield, and Lisa Loeb. Taking place January 31st through February 5th, 2025 on Royal Caribbean's Serenade of the Seas, which will be completely transformed to take you back in time for a nonstop 90s action. The 90s cruise will sail from Tampa and head to amazing stops in Cozumel and Costa Maya, Mexico. Head to the 90scruise.com to book your cabin. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. If you feel like you have a long to-do list and it's overwhelming to look at, you're not alone. Between work, family, and other responsibilities, the pressure can really take a toll on your well-being and especially your mental health. But therapy can be a great way to work through that stress and help alleviate the pressure we put on ourselves. If you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's flexible, it's convenient, and entirely online. With BetterHelp, you can make time for yourself and talk to someone who can help you prioritize things that really matter. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to be matched with a licensed therapist Plus, you can switch therapists at any time at no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash 90210 today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash 90210. If you want to relive the feels on Grey's Anatomy, Hulu is here for you. What are you waiting for? Let's go. Every episode of Grey's Anatomy is now streaming on Hulu. Seriously. Every. I'm your person. Every. Now we dance it out. Every. McDreamy. Every. McSteamy. Every Grey's ever. Now streaming on Hulu.
and the new season streaming March 15th. I always had such mad respect for you because you, I felt like you were doing more. Like you started up your own organization, right? Uh, what, was it do something? Do, do something right. Yeah. I remember that vividly. And I and remember thinking, wow, this guy's doing something better than the rest. Like it, it just, you know, I don't know. I just felt like you were making a difference. Like what was your inspiration and like, how did that start for you? Well, you're sweet. And I remember you guys coming to a few events uh, to support do something, which was great. And, and I, it does go back to, to my brother and, and kind of searching for more meaning. Mm-hmm. And I think I felt like a lot of that had, in a way, giving me a different kind of confidence to try things because I didn't, I didn't, I wasn't bound by the the same rules of like, oh, that'll never happen, and why would you do that? I just say like, I don't, I don't know, why not? You know, just just try it. And so then I think once I, I found myself on a Tonight Show or doing things like this, I thought this is just so weird promoting yourself. And uh, so then it kind of just went back to uh, my childhood where my dad had inspired me to to do projects. My two, my, both of my brothers were Eagle Scouts. And so they had done big service projects and uh, I felt guilty when I quit Boy Scouts. And so I had done a project when I was in high school uh, called student serving seniors because my dad said, you know, just because you didn't do Boy Scouts doesn't mean you don't have to, you, you wouldn't, you know, you, you would get a, a lot out of doing a service project. So I, I, created this group with with a bunch of my friends called student serving seniors and that experience to me was transformative because it it just showed me how valuable it is to connect with others to do something that's beyond yourself uh and so then when i got on the show i thought wow what an opportunity to to do something like that so yeah do something's still running full steam right now uh 25 years later and uh feel feel very fortunate good for you man yeah. I, but so again, it was about having other mentors and other teachers mm-hmm. nudging me and pushing me and saying, Hey, you know what? Life, life is, I mean, if people talk about this, life, life is meaningful when shared life is, is rich uh, when, when you're sharing uh, with others and giving back to others. Uh, it's, it's kind of a, an empty world when you're just looking to take for yourself. That's very true. And wow. you, you also That's started amazing. up, like you co, did you, is this with your wife that you started another organization? Um, so right now that we, we just wrote up a children's book. The children's book. We wrote a children's book that actually is, we didn't, we weren't thinking about it when we first talked about it, but it's called Better Together. It's about a blended family of squirrels and mm-hmm. monks mm-hmm. who find themselves after a storm kind of stuck together in this, in this hollow uh, of a log and they uh and then they realize that they do everything differently so they have so much fun and then they're like yeah but you do things differently so let's go back and then as soon as they go apart they miss each other so much that they all come back together and they end up creating a family called the mixed squirrelies and uh so we wrote this book and and when it, when it was coming together just realized what was going on in the country and just thought wow it's this it, really is a, a time where we all just have to take a deep breath and, and think about how uh, how much we would gain by trying to understand each other and trying to share more uh, together. And I, I really do think that we're at a place now where we're in such an insecure place as a country that the people, in a, in sadly, in a, it's really a, in a weakness, we all kind of go to our corners and go to our tribes and 
and and get combative. So I, I think it's it's time if we're going to see our strength, our strength is to go towards each other. Our strength is to listen with curiosity and try and understand each other. So, so true. The I story mean, of the, that, really now. that book sounds so timely, first of mm-hmm. all, but also you waited till your kids were grown up to write a children's book. I find that really interesting. Yeah, well, we, we joked that we wanted to make sure that story ended well <laughs> before, <laughs> before we wrote the book. Oh, my god! It wasn't all unicorns and rainbows for you guys at first, right? No, like- no it was actually really difficult. Blended uh, families and- are no joke. It's hard. It, it just is because there's there's all these layers of of fear and and mistrust, really, because you're like, do you really love me? And do you really, you know, would you, you know, when your blood, for some reason, mm-hmm. even though you might not really get along, you'll still go to the end of the earth. Yeah. yeah. But one, you know, so when you choose a family like this, uh, it, it's just so much harder. And we had very different per, uh, parenting styles, which also made it very difficult. Who Wait, has which so style? That. Yeah. How did you know you had different parenting <laughs> <all> styles? Like, <laughs> yeah. I'm well, curious. I just, my, my parents got divorced early. We were really on our own most of the time we were kind of in the, we figured out for themselves type, type upbringing. Mm-hmm. And Amy was, had a very strict Catholic upbringing. Uh, and she felt like my boys needed some serious discipline and structure. And I kind of agreed with her. I didn't, I didn't kind of agree with her. I definitely agreed with her, but at the same time, I couldn't go all the way that she wanted to go. I was like, that's just gonna be too hard. And then they're going to think it's, so, you know, they're going to resent you. And so we were just constantly in this push pull. It's like, yeah, but you're giving them, you know, it was, it, we, all of our arguments became about the kids. Oh, just about, so about true. I mean, yeah. I, I have a uh, married to a man who doesn't have children, but he's a stepdad to my three girls. And yeah. all of a lot of our arguments are about different, my, my parenting techniques and his thoughts on them <laughs> or how, how he thinks I should do it. <laughs> yeah. And, and you know what I would just say, and I'll, I'll say this to everybody out there, it, 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 you have to just constantly be in, in communication with each other. With each other. Say, this, is, this is the hardest thing that we're doing. Mm-hmm. We love each other and we trust each other's intentions. Mm-hmm. And now let's talk through the logistics of what we're actually trying to accomplish and not, not assume right away that you're trying to do this because you want power. Or you're trying to do this because you want me to feel diminished. Like that isn't what it's about. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately you know, you get very territorial about it and you're like, and it, it's just so hard. It, it most, most, I think it's like 75% of all second marriages with kids don't, don't succeed. But it's also, but, there's also that part that's like, I find relief in having somebody see it from a different perspective and give me mm-hmm. their two cents about like what it looks like from, from over there, you know, because yeah. I'm so oh, in it my, so, so often with my kids that I don't definitely. see. Yeah. That's big, big of you. That's yeah. big of really you. making me think of Billy and Allison because. <laughs> oh, no. Are you going to say that to her? In this no, I don't want my stepson listens to this. I don't want him to be like, why didn't you mention me? So <laughs> I have, sorry. <laughs> he listens to our podcast in every this week. episode, you, Billy writes this. Jack, hey, I love you. Novel. Sorry. Oh, sorry. Don't no, don't worry. Writes this crappy novel, and Allison tells him the truth that it sucks. So it's like, it's bringing all around. If you were in that position and Amy wrote something, would you tell her it sucks or would you go, oh, maybe it sucks? Uh, I probably wouldn't tell her that it sucked. Uh, See? I, I would say, yeah. Allison said, I hate it. Yeah. See, that was not nice. Did you watch this episode? Did you, you didn't watch episode 
three just to come talk to us, right? You have no idea what we're talking he lived about. Do you it. remember? He didn't have to. Uh, I, I have a vague memory. <laughs> of, okay, okay, fine. Of episode three. Yeah. I can mention one of your best lines. Oh, you have no taste, just like your lousy casserole. Oh, I kind of vaguely do remember that one. <laughs> Another. You weren't not, a fan of her casserole. Not a, not a great line. I remember the number of times I would try and change the lines and they, they'd be like, Andrew, we're going to have to call. I'm like, all right, let's call. What do they call? <laughs> really? Oh, my yeah, gosh. They would literally call Darren or, or uh, yeah. Or I was Danny. wondering, was Billy Campbell, it felt like there were like little slivers of Darren Starr in the character of Billy Campbell. Well, definitely in the pilot, he wrote the he wrote the pilot for sure. But then I, he wasn't as as involved going forward after that. Like even uh, in this episode, like the third episode, which Darren did co-write, yeah, um, yeah. he it just he ta- you Billy talks about his like upbringing and be, wanting to be a writer and his dad not supporting yeah. him and. Yeah, I'm sure that dad not supporting him and all that stuff. I'll, I'll bet that. Yeah, and I I've never had a conversation with him about the kind of the origin of Billy, but it did assume that it was linked to Darren, like yeah. that, that character, if there was a character mm-hmm. that was linked to Darren personally, that it would have been Billy. May, is it okay to ask about uh, your off-screen relationship with Courtney Thorne Smith? Sure. Yeah. I mean, it was public. Like I'm yeah. just always fascinated. Oh, the like, like the, the, the relationship now or back then? Back then, back then. Oh. <laughs> we live in the past. We yes, we do. Sorry. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I mean, we had a, we had a great relationship. We, uh, I, I, I would say that I had never been on a TV show before and I'd never been in a, you know, working in a kind of a, it's intimate in the sense that you're every day you're, you're hanging out. And, and, and of course the, the two characters were having a, a flirtation during that whole first, first couple seasons really. But, uh, so yeah, sparks sparks flew pretty quickly, and and then we started dating, and and it was it was great. It was one of the great relationships of my life. You can tell immediately yeah. from the first episode that you guys have great chemistry. Yeah, we she's she's an awesome person, uh, funny and smart and uh, and professional. That was one thing. All all the people on the show were so professional and so great. Uh, Could you ever predict that you. Matt would marry Sydney? Sorry, Tori, that <laughs> Matt married Sydney for like, they've been married like 100 years, Laura yeah. Layton. And yeah. that's like, so crazy. That. But and she we, dated, we, she dated Grand Show first. I know, I know. And everybody's I'm still telling really you, like, good friends. Like we all, we all got easy. together recently for a reunion Aww. and everybody was just so genuinely happy to see each other. And everybody's been so supportive just to each other's causes. I, I recently, uh, working on a, uh, on a, on a big project trying to figure out how to heal the wounds in our, in our country. And I, and, and I, I got Heather involved. She called me back right away and, and was awesome. She's great and doing great. Um, and so, yeah, I, I, I feel just a great warmth uh, about all the relationships with, with everybody and, and very, and, and so fortunate to have, like I said, just landed into this show and never done anything before and have such great people. I love it. Well, we um, were interviewed by your wife a couple of years ago. Mm-hmm. She's Where? so aw- she's awesome. She is awesome. Uh, she's a force. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I just talked to her uh, twenty minutes ago, and and she's she's at, down in uh, Texas. I guess Michael Strahan's going to, going up uh, with just Jeff Bezos's. Oh, that's right. Uh, 
So there, I guess he's blasting off yes. tomorrow. So Amy's down That's so there. crazy. So Amy's covering it. She's covering it. And, and yeah, we, a- Amy's gotten me running marathons, hiking mountains. Uh, yeah, we have, we live a very full life. We, we, uh, we burn it on all ends and, and, you know, we just, we don't assume we have more time. We have what we have right now. And, and so we try and try and just do the things that, that do the things and be with the people that bring us the most joy. Uh, we feel very lucky, obviously, to have, uh, you know, just, just to have freedom to do these kinds of things. I think right now, obviously with the pandemic and everything, people are, people are still in the world is who knows how things are going to go here in the next few months, but we may be back into kind of a, uh, a defensive posture. Hopefully not. Hopefully we're getting Hopefully to a place not. where we can just live with this thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, Amy, Amy's awesome. I, I, uh, I, I met her at a book party and, uh, Ooh, what book? It's been a, it's been a whirlwind oh. whirlwind for 13 years. 13. Wait, what, what book I want to know? Uh, it was a book party, uh, that was about, it, it was about moms and I had started a, a company uh, called cafe mom. And, uh, so they, they wanted me to come to help promote their when you wrote your children's book with Amy, could you type or did you do this <laughs> like Billy? Oh my God. That's so funny you say that. The reason <laughs> Billy typed like that is because Andrew typed like that. Really? And, and Andrew still types like that. Uh, so, uh, so Dartmouth, sugar, Sugarman, as you call her. Yeah. She, no, she claims you went, to, she says you went to Dartmouth. So you couldn't possibly type like that. So she thought that they asked you to do it that way. Ah, uh, I like that. No, that's how in the world secret. did you not know how to type? You know what? See, I, 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 did, I did take a typing class in high school. Yes, that's take, what we said. Really didn't take it seriously enough. Oh, thank goodness. He really didn't hear anything before this interview. How Perfect. did you get through Dartmouth <laughs> with this? The funny thing is my business partner, my business partner, who I went to Columbia High School with, uh, he, he said the one and he's brilliant and he literally is brilliant. He was a chess prodigy. Uh, and he said the one thing he learned in high school was how to type. And he's, we all did. So he's done all the typing for me all these years. <laughs> you didn't have to. Yeah. Wait, before before you go, I'm Tori and Jenny, I'm sure we'll wrap it up. But when you showed up at Melrose Place and you went to the wardrobe department and they told you they were out of shirts <laughs> because no one wears a shirt. I, you don't wear a shirt. Grant Show doesn't wear a shirt. Like there are so few shirts. I don't know if that was Darren, but maybe it was just, it was written there in the script. It must that, have been uh, Darren. That I think it must have been a Darren thing. We weren't, we weren't supposed to be wearing shirts. Uh, I also didn't wear a belt, uh, surprisingly. <laughs> and that became part of Billy's wardrobe. No. Maybe that that might've been me too, where I didn't really want to put on the belt because we were constantly changing our clothes all the time. And I'm like, you know what? Billy doesn't wear a belt. It just took too long. You didn't have the time to buckle the belt. I'd have to change the belt to match the shoes and just thought. You did wear the legit Converse sneaks and the green bomber. So Yeah, did you have any say in your wardrobe? Uh, Was that your style? The first few, I did start to change it after a little bit. I was like, I don't love this. But in the beginning, I just, they had me in some stuff I would never have normally worn. But I felt like I had to do whatever they said. I was just so happy to be there. Mm -hmm. So there was definitely what I would call some. Uh, yeah. Wait, did know. did you not, not wear not, Converse not like, in real life? Yeah, I just not, wanna... not a typical athlete attire. <laughs> no. Okay, fair, fair. Yeah, yeah. No, I I definitely wove in the soccer stuff and 
I started getting all that kind of in there to make Billy a little bit more of a dude. Yeah. I think your book yeah. is the perfect holiday gift. I asked, surprisingly, right. I saw you guys on Good Morning America. So that's how shocking. What were you? <laughs> How'd you get on so that? That's how I knew about the book. I know. I know. We snuck on there. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Better together. It's it's out there in the in the people. In the book people can get it on Amazon. It's that easy. You get it on Amazon. Better exactly. together. Are you, mm-hmm. you going to get it, Sugarman? Obviously. Oh my gosh. We <laughs> all need to get it. Well, since oh, you, Sugar since Man. everything, how long have you been doing doing the show? Years. This is our third season coming up. <laughs> it's it's really? like one year, but it, it feels like years. Yeah. It's so funny you say that though, because we've done it for two seasons, but it's been like six hundred episodes because there's so many episodes of nine hundred two one zero. It's not like these days ten episodes is a season for for Tori and Jenny. Wait, it's so like you actually thirty five episodes. Yeah. Do you watch it and sh- and talk about it as it's happening? Yeah, we watched your episode. Well, we wanted to for a that. minute. We finished season two of nine hundred two one zero, and we wanted to spin over to watch Kelly and Donna and David and Steve go to Melrose Place. So we did the first three episodes of Melrose Place. And now we've all fallen in love with Melrose Place and we're really torn. Do we go back to Beverly Hills 90210 or do we stick with Melrose Place? Do we get another podcast? We don't know what to do. We really are loving Melrose Place. Like I was always a fan, but like, I'm I'm like, wait, I want to go back to 90210, but it's just different because we feel like it's good to have that outside perspective. Mm-hmm. Like Melrose Place, we could do yeah. that. 90210, we're so involved in it. Sometimes it's hard to like really critique it. Well, we do, yeah. but you know. Um, okay, before we go, um, I have to admit something to you. Uh-oh. <laughs> Uh-oh. I don't know where this is going, Andrew. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know when I'll ever see you again. Uh, and we're going back to the good old days. So I told the ladies here oh, okay. that when... We started Melrose. We, when my dad started Melrose Place, when our family started, Melrose. our family, yes. Um, he was always, he really wanted me to marry an actor, and like, which not a good idea. Like, what? I don't know why he was always trying to set me up with actors, Aaron. but he was like, he was a big fan of yours. And he was like, oh, babe, he's like, you got to meet this Andrew Shoe. So I did a better impression earlier. <laughs> no, and I'm nervous good. in front she's, of you. She's okay, getting fine. it. Yeah. So I remember at the premiere party and Jen was there too. He wanted me to meet you. And I think he introduced us and I was just like, so nervous. I was like, hi. And you were like, Hey, and you were really cool. And then walked <laughs> away and that was it. That was the extent of our romance. <laughs> Do you that remember never that, anywhere. Andrew? <laughs> I have a vague memory of kind of a, a of a meeting. Going, oh, wow. Like, is this, you know, okay, did, at this point, just turn around and look up because you're not even looking close to, to us. <laughs> I just remember you, you. I mean, you were correct me if I'm wrong, but weren't you fairly young at that mm-hmm. point? How old were you? You you didn't want to get involved. You were like, I'm not. Is this 92? That. No, but Boston's also daughter. like this now. Is 92. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so it was How old are you, 19? 92? Oh, all right. So you were 19, 18, 19. I was, 18, 19. So, I was 25. And, but uh, like 25. as an adult now, oh my gosh, that was the wrong move. He always wanted me to meet his actors. Why would any of his actors ever date me? Can you imagine I would you love, land yeah. a huge job and then you're going to date the boss's daughter? Bad news. Mm-mm. I do. I, I do recall meeting you and thinking you were very sweet and, and also thinking, yeah, that would not be a good idea. Yeah. <laughs> See, it just confirms all that. That's how you felt like it always went. And there you go. Yes. But yeah. you were incredibly sweet. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. you got This is great. I, this is cool and, and fun that you're doing this. Oh my gosh. Thanks for being here. We have so much fun and we've had so much fun watching your show and watching yes. how it all began. 
and you uh, were a superstar from the moment you yes. stepped onto screen. Wow. I, I was lucky, lucky, lucky to be on that screen. I don't know how it happened, but you and me both meant to be. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> meant to be. You guys are awesome, and I I Thank know you. that we will see each other again. Yes, I hope so. I hope so. And call give Amy our love. Yes, call us when you need us. We'll be there. All right, we will. Good luck we with will. the book. Right. Thank see you, you later, Sugarman. <laughs> Bye. Uh, have a Bye, great Andrew. Day. See ya. Bye. We didn't do kiss, marry, or kick. You I, guys, he lives up to every single he's dream uh, he's, he, he would have. He's a very good guy. He can't be that perfect. I was smiling the entire time. He's, My jaw hurts from smiling internally. I didn't want to be too outwardly. Like, what a great human. He seems like a really good guy, right? Like a nice husband. Oh, I we're still filming. A God. nice, you know, nice. He's a good dad. He's always been like that. That guy is awesome. Oh my God. He's what we all aspire to be. But see, that goes to like he's living proof that if you want to do something, you just jump in and do it. Like I know something. That's right. Like we spend so much time saying why it couldn't work, why no one would want it, why, you know? And it's like, wait, the time we take to tell us ourselves the excuses, we could just be like trying. He's so grateful and appreciative. Tori, what is that like? these, the admiration people have for your dad. It's like, I know I've asked you about that before, but it's like, what is that like for you? Because these people, he changed their lives. He gave them their lives, basically. It makes me feel really good. Um, The ones that are grateful and are like, you know, like it doesn't, that doesn't always, isn't always the way. And it's so nice, like to hear genuinely his fond memories, because he and I have never talked about it. You know, I've heard from like Luke and Jason and I and like, mm-hmm. Ryan, like, you know, I've heard that from the boys, but to hear from Andrew, like that made me really happy. Oh, my! Goodness. when he believed in someone, he went all the way with it. My dad was like that. There was no stopping him. if He believed in you. And he was often really obviously right. He was right yes, about it people. Gives me chills. He just nailed it time after time. Wow. Wow. Can we take a break. I'm a, I need water. Yeah, we're all flushed. I might, I sort of have tears, but I'm trying to like, I don't know why. Okay, let's take a break. You girls can compose yourselves and we'll come back with more. Hey, you were smiling pretty big too. Look, we all know that a healthy diet and regular exercise is key when it comes to feeling your best inside and out. But if you feel like you are putting in the work, you could just still use a little extra help getting rid of unwanted fat in stubborn areas of your body. Sonobello can help. Sonobello doctors use micro laser technology to help you lose fat in areas like your tummy, thighs, or even your arms. Nothing can take the place of a healthy lifestyle, but it is good to know that Sonobello offers ways to help you achieve the results you are looking for. Give yourself the gift of a full body reset. You deserve to be happy. Schedule your free consultation, learn all about micro laser fat removal, and ask about their techniques to remove loose skin. Sonobello is running a great special right now, by the way. Visit sonobello.com slash OMG. That's sonobello, B-E-L-L-O dot com slash OMG. Relive the magic of the iconic pop culture, music, and fashion of the 90s on the 90s cruise. 
Five days of concerts with some of the decade's most iconic stars, nightly theme parties, celebrity interactions, and all-out 90s events and activities. Over 25 concerts and live performances starring Blues Traveler, Collective Soul, Gin Blossoms, Everclear, Lit, Color Me Bad, Lisa Loeb, Fastball, CNC Music Factory, Jesus Jones, Digital Underground, Sophie B. Hawkins, and more. Hosted by MTV DJs, Downtown Julie Brown, Matt Pinfield, and Lisa Loeb. Taking place January 31st through February 5th, 2025 on Royal Caribbean's Serenade of the Seas, which will be completely transformed to take you back in time for a nonstop 90s action. The 90s cruise will sail from Tampa and head to amazing stops in Cozumel and Costa Maya, Mexico. Head to the90scruise.com to book your cabin. If you want to relive the feels on Grey's Anatomy, Hulu is here for you. What are you waiting for? Let's go. Every episode of Grey's Anatomy is now streaming on Hulu. Seriously. Every. I'm your person. Every. Now we dance it out. Every. McDreamy. Every. McSteamy. Every Grey's ever. Now streaming on Hulu. And the new season streaming March 15th. If you struggle to get in shape and lose weight, I'm about to change your life. I'm Carl, the CEO of Body, and I don't like working out and eating healthy either. So here's how I get myself to do it. I make myself own the morning. And by the morning, I mean the first hour or so every day. It's not family time. It's not for scrolling social media. It's for my results and my health. And man, does it work. Every day, I get out of bed, drink a health shake I made the night before, And then I go crush a workout in the body app and just follow along day by day. Before most people are even out of bed, I'm done for the day. So here's my offer to you. The next 500 people who go to body.com will get 65% off a full year of access to over 120 programs. 65% because I want you to start now and see how fast the pounds come off and the muscles start popping. And if they don't, Hey, you get your money back. Just go to body.com. That's B-O-D-I dot com. And let's own the morning together and get healthy and fit. Okay, so we've been talking, you guys. Amy, why don't you tell our listeners the plan? We ran out of time because we got so... (laughs) Enamored. And we could listen to Andrew Shue all day. Like, I'm sad he's gone. Like... Uh, so oh we're God. going to do a s- extra episode to talk more about Melrose Place. Because, so, yeah, we didn't really get into the nitty gritty of the whole episode. And, and we can't just know. We have a lot to say. It's this Kelly's last the, episode. Yeah, this is the last yeah. crossover episode. And we want to we want to talk about it. Yeah, we're excited. But it would be great if you guys have any questions or anything you want to talk about. Oh, about yes. the last, uh, the third episode of Melrose Place. Or Andrew Shoe or men not wearing shirts, whatever you want to talk about. <laughs> Just oh send us your questions. You guys, he said I was sweet. Oh, he <laughs> said it was crushy too. The whole thing. That was amazing. Oh my gosh. You know what? I got to admit that was cathartic for me to talk to him and I wasn't going to. And Jen, are you shocked I brought it up? No. No? Oh my God. I was dying inside and it took everything in my power to bring it up because I was super nervous And I just wanted to say it and it's cathartic because I never, I've always thought like, oh, was something wrong with me? He didn't like me. me. But I mean, you probably met a lot of men and guys 
Did you think that every time one of them didn't like, you know? Yeah. In hindsight, like my dad shouldn't have set me up with his actors because I didn't get it back then. I was a young girl. So I just thought, oh, am I not pretty enough? I'm not smart enough. Like, why don't they like me? Like he did it with the guy from Models Inc., the lead there. He set me up with him. Like he just kept doing it. And of course, they're not going to go out with me. What was that babe's name? (laughs) Um. Oh my God. Who was that guy? He was, he took me later. He took me. uh, So I was at, we have to talk about this another day. It's like a whole story. We'll we'll start. We'll recap it. It's like a Jamie Walter story too. So he's involved. It it. wasn't that John Eric Hexum, was it? No. Making of a male model model that that shot himself by mistake on set. No. No. Making of a male model, a TV movie my dad did in the eighties. Oh, so I sort of was right, but yet totally wrong. Yeah. Okay, so there you have it, people. We will come back next week with another episode where we actually really do talk about episode three of Melrose Place. (laughs) And we will try to get it all out there. Love you guys. Bye. Relive the magic of the iconic pop culture, music, and fashion of the 90s on The 90s Cruise. Five days of concerts with some of the decade's most iconic stars, nightly theme parties, celebrity interaction, and all-out 90s events and activities. Over 25 concerts and live performances starring Blues Traveler, Collective Soul, Gin Blossoms, Everclear, Lit, and more. The 90s cruise will sail from Tampa and head to Cozumel and Costa Maya, Mexico on Royal Caribbean Serenade of the Seas, January 31st through February 5th, 2025. Head to the90scruise.com to book your cabin. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from The Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. That makes us FACET for life now, I guess. (laughs) Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. You deserve to treat yourself, so turn your tax refund into a U-fund and give yourself a Straight Talk Wireless Extended Silver Unlimited plan and get a new Samsung Galaxy A14 on them. You can get a great everyday value on wireless with Straight Talk's Unlimited plan starting at $25 a line per month for four lines. You'll save so much, you'll be enjoying that refund all year long. It's the refund that keeps on refunding. Find Straight Talk at straighttalk.com or at your local Walmart store. Taxes and fees not included. Offer valid through 41424 while supplies last. Online only. Must purchase a Straight Talk Extended Silver Unlimited plan to qualify. Limit of five phones per customer. Family plan discount with four lines all on the Silver Unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount.